Football is football. Doesn't matter how many men are on the field or how many downs there are, it's football. There's hitting, lots of hitting, and I like hitting. This is football, baby. Argos football on TSN 1050. And indeed, at BMO Field for today's game, Argos with a chance to move back into first place in the CFL East. Hogan and Jeff Johnson with you. What's up, JJ? Hogan, what's going on? Big day today. I'm wearing a golf shirt to a football game in mid-October. This is awesome. It's incredible. This is such a good day for shorts. This is fantastic. And uh, most of the folks in uh, sleeves today here as well. A couple of jackets, maybe for later on in the evening, but... The weather is perfect, and uh, hopefully we get a, as exciting a game today as the Argos take on the Bombers in a, in a game that is b- big for both teams because the Bombers can clinch a home playoff spot with a win here today as well. Yeah, well, no no question, huge game for, for both. And the Argos uh, need you know the W here, and they can control their own destiny if they win this one and they win the next one in terms of uh, hosting that Eastern final. So this is big, and that's something that you want to have and get that week off. We're just about to do the, the, uh, the coin flip here today. I thought this was interesting. Because usually you'll see the guys will go up before the game and they'll go up and they'll hug each other, blah, blah, blah. This was old school. They shook hands. Like it was just a handshake. It wasn't a, hey, we're going to give you a lot of love here. And it was just, okay, go get them today. So Andre Pru is our official today. That's uh, the head referee. So um, we'll just uh, wait for him to uh, flip the coin. Can we pick this up actually, Phil? Yeah, let's go down to field level. Here's Andre Pru. Choice. Ads has been called. Sir, would you please toss the coin? Ads has been called. This is a head. Winnipeg has won the toss. You want to defer Toronto, your choice now. You want the football. Which Ricky Ray says, we want the football. Want and that's uh, the way they will start. The Argos will have the ball. They will have the wind at their back here in the opening quarter. Uh, a little bit of a breeze. I think it's at nine kilometers an hour off the lake. And the Argos will be uh, moving right to left toward the Gardner here with, the, uh, with Lake Ontario to their backs. They've got the home blues on with the white pants, white helmets, as they go with a different combination today. Bombers with the white tops, gold helmets, and gold pants. What's the key thing you want to see offensively from this team tonight, JJ? Well, Hoagie, just thinking that as the Argos have an opportunity to start the game with the ball is uh, to get some rhythm going. And, and, you know, I was just chatting with someone on the sideline before the game, and we were talking about the team, and I said, listen, you know, from where I'm sitting, I, I felt like the defense has been consistent all year in, in, until the last couple of weeks. It just faltered yep. a little bit. Uh, but offensively, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster, up and down, up and down, up and down, yeah. not consistent at all. So right now, a couple games left in the season. I think get, getting some consistency and some confidence that they can move the ball when they want to. Obviously, the other team's being paid to, and, and they're 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 doing a they're they're you know study and they're coming out there to to stop the Argos. But at least get some sort of rhythm. So I want to see some rhythm. Uh, with the offense that we're going to see moving into the end, whether it's balanced or unbalanced, whatever, I want to see some consistency. Um, here's a, here's something that's a little odd. Have you ever heard of the town of Redding, California? No. Redding, California is a town in Northern California, about 100,000 people, so not a particularly big town, not really in, near another town. Like There's no major city nearby. Sure. Tonight's starting quarterbacks both come from Redding, California. Really? Ricky Ray and Matt Nickel are both from Redding, California. How weird is that? Was there about 10 years in difference between the yeah, ages? Yeah, Matt Nichols is obviously uh, quite a bit younger than Ricky, but uh, different high schools. But school. that's just weird. It's just weird. Very weird. So that's that's one of those weird <laughs> things that you see every once in a while. I wonder if the town while. of Redding is aware of that. 
I'm sure they, they are. Be pretty exciting they're they're, for the they're aware there. of both guys, certainly. So. Well, again, the fact that they're going head-to-head this, this afternoon is pretty yes. cool. It, absolutely it is. It's, yeah. it, it's really kind of neat. neat for the folks in Nor- yeah. Northern California. So we're about ready to go here. About 30 seconds from uh, kickoff, Justin Medlock, the former Argo, will do the honors. Today, Martise Jackson will play against Winnipeg and is probably salivating at that prospect because he made his CFL debut against the Bombers and rattled off the fourth best return day in CFL history. Wow. 339 total return yards. He had uh, 191 on kickoffs, 148 uh, on punt returns, a punt return for a touchdown, a kickoff return that should have gone for a touchdown, save for the phantom call. What about Karen and all that stuff? Oh, my goodness. Uh, So he uh, is ready to go, and he is back there with Cam McDaniel. You think Ivan was excited about racking up yards like that against O'Shea? Oh, the two buddies going toe-to-toe again. So we're all ready to go. And it will be the Argos moving from right to left. Jackson deep. McDaniel deep. Medlock, the left footer, gets ready to go. The UCLA product gets the call in. And here we go. Game is underway, and it's going to be Martise Jackson taking it at the 11-yard line. Far numbers 15-20 to the 25, and he'll go down at that point. Ricky Ray's your quarterback tonight. 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a 70% completion rating, and he is 218 yards away from 5,000 on the season. Not bad for a guy (laughs) who is uh, a lot of fans rode off at the beginning of the season. What is he, in his 15th year? Yes, he is. That's unbelievable. And he has only hit the 5,000-yard plateau three times over his career. And he could do it this afternoon. And if he has an average game, we'll do it this afternoon. Impressive. So they'll mark it at the 24-yard line. We'll give you the rest of the starters momentarily. Ball over on the right hash mark. They'll send Malcolm Williams to the boundary as the wideout. That's a bit of a switch, as he is usually the Z receiver. And James Lauder Jr. in the backfield. He'll get the ball, go up the middle, and we'll get about three or four yards. Offensive line from left to right. Will Campbell from Michigan. Tyler Holmes from Tulsa. Calgary's Sean McEwen at center. Brandon Washington from the U is at right guard. Chris Van Zyl at right tackle. Receiving core, Armani Edwards, S.J. Green, Malcolm Williams, Devere Posey, and Jimmy Ralph. Jordan Hogue having a big... Malcolm Williams at 6'3", 221 can help that running game over there, and I think that might have been the reason for that there. They'll need six on second down. The market at the 27-yard line, 28-yard line, just inside the right hash mark. Ray drops back to pass. Quick hit, has a man for the first down across the 35. Out to about the 38-yard line will be Jimmy Ralph, the University of Alberta product in his first CFL season. Chris Van Zyl going for a chop block against the DN. Jeff Cote across from him to allow Ricky Ray that lane so he could uh, see his intended target. Jimmy Ralph, Chris. Jimmy Ralph made his CFL debut against Winnipeg. Had one catch for nine yards. He's got a first down grab here out to the 37. Sure hands Jimmy. Still over on the right hash mark. 21 catches now on 24 targets. That's amazing. And we have a flag and the clock hit zero. So we're going to get a time count violation as Mark Trussman fumes inside. Ah. Toronto number 15, five-yard penalty, still first down. Ray was born in a town called Happy Camp, California, logging community. His father was in the logging industry. Uh, but then when they were little kids, uh, he moved to, uh, to Redding, California, which was the big town nearby. First and 15 now from the 33. Ray changes out the call at the line of scrimmage. They've got three receivers to the near side. Wilder standing to the right of Ray. 
Back to pass goes Ricky. Has a man, Edwards, on the curl at the 41-yard line, so he'll get a good chunk of that yardage back, and it will be second down, and they'll need about six. Ricky liking what he's seeing and adjusting the pattern, maybe going to a more uh, zone-friendly uh, set of routes and finds his target in uh, Edwards. They go hurry up from the 41. Again, Ray is going to change the play. 12 seconds left on the 22nd clock. Nicely underway here, opening drive, no score. Ball now over on the left hash mark as Ray drops back. Five-man rush, he'll get it up to the far hash mark. Has a man, SJ Green makes the catch, falls down, gets up again, and the ball comes out. It's loose on the ground. Argos had the best shot at it. Did they get the football, though? It's at the 52-yard line. Good for a first down and a gain of 13. And it's Argo football. The usually sure-handed SJ Green let a rare one get away there. Well, SJ is incredible pulling in that ball when it's in the air, but for some reason, he didn't have good security of it. And I wonder it's because what he did was, as he was cutting out, makes the catch, he planted his feet and tried to cut right away. And actually, when he hit the ground and got up, he then was trying to get a few more yards, and he put the ball on the ground. First down to the 51-yard line. Back over on the right hash mark now. They'll put four receivers to the left. Play action to Wilder. Ray back to pass. Under pressure. Dumps it out to the flat. And will throw a one-hopper in the direction of Jimmy Ralph. Second down and 10. S.J. Green, amazingly in his 11th season, has hit career highs in catches and in yards. He needs four now for 100, and he is closing in on 1,500, which he could do with a really good day today. Not likely, but with 163 yards, he could hit the 1,500-yard mark for the first time in his career. Argos are really rolling with this hurry up here. Second down attempt from the 51. Ray will change out the call. He'll have three receivers out to the left for the ball on the right hash mark. Four-man rush by the Bombers. Ray goes over the middle. He's got a man. It's Devere Posey at the 51. That is going to be very close to a first down. Check that the 49, and now we get a very late flag way behind the play in the Argos' backfield. Major foul, roughing the passer. Winnipeg number 67, 15-yard pelting force from the end of the play. First down. Corey Johnson, the rookie out of Kentucky, will get the penalty. He's part of the rotation up front. Defensive ends, Jackson Jeffcoat, Tristan Opolaugo, the former Argo. Jake Thomas and Drake Nevis are the uh, interior guys that tackle. Kevin Fogg in for Leggett, who is injured. Sam Hurl and Javon Santos-Knox are the other linebackers. We'll get to the DBs momentarily. Just a casual clothesline on Ricky Ray by Johnson. Jeez, almost took his head off. First down at the 33-yard line of the Bombers. They're in field goal range. Would love to open with the major. Three receivers to the right. Ball on the left hash mark. It's a little screen to the far side. They've got Armani Edwards to the 35 to the 30. And makes another miss down to the 25. It's a gain of eight yards. There's my boy Armani. That guy is unreal. Put the ball in his hands. He just uh, makes people miss. Very smooth as it's a quick receiver screen play action. Armani does a good job of making the first tackler miss. Fogg was in there. He evades him and then dives forward for a uh, about eight yards. He's now got 73 catches on the season, and with that gain of eight, needs 121 for 1,000 yards in his first full season as a receiver in the Canadian Football League. Second and two. We'll see if they overload on Wilder. It's a true... I formation with Fajardo in a quarterback. Now both backs empty out, and Fajardo will go off tackle. He's got a hole, and it almost breaks one. He breaks, does break the first, almost breaks the second, and gets down to the 13-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Blocking off the left side of that play was outstanding. As Fajardo followed the block behind Declan Cross, with a, Declan takes out three guys, just seals the corner. Fajardo pushes through, and someone get, hangs onto the back of his... Boy jersey just enough to slow him down 
but it oh man that could have been a touchdown that would have been pretty one awesome one to break for the touchdown ball at the 12 yard line left hash mark argos will send four receivers out wide devere posey single coverage to the near side as the argos move from right to left wilder stands to the right of right wilder gets the rock up the middle to the 10 to the 5 to the 2 spinning touchdown james wilder jr finds tater and the argos break the ice Wilder right up the middle on the uh, zone read. Takes the handoff, following some blocks, and basically drags TJ Heath. Heath gets a hold of his ankle. Wilder pumping with one leg as, as he's hopping, pulling Heath downfield, drags him about three yards as he dives across into the end zone. <laughs> Wilder just showing his power again. Liram Hyralau who comes out for the convert. 29 of 29 so far this year. This is the 32-yard variety. Okay, I'm surprised uh, a couple plays back that uh, where uh, SJ put the ball on the ground, that O'Shea did not challenge it because I caught a glimpse of the replay. It was very close, and uh, in my opinion, it was very uh, challenable. If it's close, don't no. waste it. Well, I you think, get one I, to again, be honest, right? I think it was a fumble. When I say close, I think fumble okay. close. Hyralahu is up and through. 7-0 Argos. That drive took about, well, it took exactly... Five minutes and 33 seconds. So we'll take the timeout. Seven nothing Argos. You're listening to Toronto Argonaut football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson, with you. Not a bad drive for the Argos. Ricky Ray five out of six for 47 yards on the drive, and they cap it with a 12-yard run by James Wilder, who had 16 yards on two carries on the drive. So at least for one series, JJ, all is good in Argoland. Beautiful. Well, the first 15. Looking good. Yes. In the end one and you should, you should explain maybe to those who don't know what the first 15 is yeah, as far absolutely. as the script. So the first 15 are the, you know, the team all Argos are coming to this game against the Blue Bombers with a series of plays. Let's say there's 75 plays um, that they feel are the chosen plays to beat the defense that the Blue Bombers would have, you know, that they typically go with. And uh, the first 15 plays would be plays that the Argos feel that they would give them the best chance to score on their opening drive and set the tone for the game. And this first 15 was looking very crisp and uh, and very interestingly, it was uh, a high-tempo, fast-paced offense. So they were going no huddle the whole time, obviously picking up something on uh, against Winnipeg, keeping that defense out there the whole time. So it will be, oddly, this doesn't happen very often, a couple of defensive players back for the kickoff, Kevin Fogg and Chris Randall. These guys are good on the return. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to be Randall taking it at the 10-yard line, 15-20, out of the 25. And check that that's not Randall, actually. It's Chris Givens who is out there for the Bombers, uh, their backup receiver who takes it out to the 31, although it wouldn't have surprised me at all if Randall had been out there. And we've got an injured Argo on the play, and it's Alex Charette, the St. Catharines native out of the University of Guelph. All will to him. We'll take a quick timeout. 9.20 remaining here in the opening quarter. 7-0 Argos. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 7-0 Argos. Alex Charette up and uh, just starting to walk off the field right now, which is good news. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson. Kate Pedersen's down on the sidelines. Andy McNamara back at the ranch in Agent Court on this beautiful day for football. It always is, though, J.J. Like, it could be snowing or raining. It's still a beautiful It'd day It'd still for be football. a beautiful day. <laughs> but this is just a beautiful day, period. Spectacular weather here. Oh, it's... We're, we're, we're completely being spoiled with this weather, and uh, I'm soaking it up. Just absolutely love it. Well, Here's, that was a great opening drive. Absolutely. Let's see what the defense can do first time up. Victor Butler, Justin Tuggle are the ends. 
Cleon Lang, Dylan Wynn in the middle. Bear Woods is the middle linebacker, flanked by Cassius Vaughn and Terrence Plummer. Aquasio Wusso-Ansaw is back. He'll be on the boundary corner. Alden Darby Jr. moves over to the field. Mitchell White moves into the field half. Rico Murray's at boundary half, and Matt Black is the safety. Matt Nichols is the quarterback out of Eastern Washington. He'll drop back to pass on first down. Go over the middle, has a man, and is caught by Weston Bressler back in the lineup today. Across the 45 to the 46. Good for 15 and a first down. Yeah, that offensive drive by the Toronto Argonauts is very, very important for them to set that tone early because this Winnipeg Blue Bomber team is very good, and uh, Nichols looking crisp on that opening throw with a bullet. Receivers are LaDamian Washington, Weston Dressler. Uh, we have Chris Givens, Julian Feely Godinho, and Clarence Denmark, longtime Argo killer. First down of the 46, here's the main man, though, like a play action to Andrew Harris, actually, and overthrow the intended receiver, Chris Givens. Andrew Harris is the setback, eighth year, second year with Winnipeg. Could be the first Canadian to go 1,000 and 1,000. He has 871 rushing yards and 816 receiving yards. It first Canadian or first Could be player? First play- I think it's first, first player, player in, in, okay. in, in, in I don't know how many decades that's done that. I mean, that's incredible. First down at the 46. Second down, sorry, second down at the 46-yard line. Matt Nichols, 71% completion rate. 27 touchdowns, just eight interceptions. Argos show blitz. They send six. Nichols reads it, gets it out to Bressler, who will get the first down by a yard or two across midfield to the Argo Ford uh, 53. Great read by Nichols. He sees the pressure coming. Argos are bringing the house. He knows where his outlet is. It's Weston Dressler to the right, who also recognizes it, hits a quick slant, and the Argos defenders are, are all sitting at around the first down marker, so they certainly give the receiver that buffer zone because they don't want to let anybody get by him, so they'll let him make a sh- quick pass and... Blue Bombers get it done. It was interesting. They did bring in Jermaine Gabriel as the extra DB and then just set more pressure. Brought everybody up to the line. First and ten. They're going to go to Harris who uh, evades the first tackler and the second and the third and takes it for a first down. Was hit in the backfield. He gained 11. Well, it just oh. shows you why Andrew Harris is uh, as good as he is. He takes the handoff. Immediately there's contact made by, I think that was Dylan Wynn. Uh, they couldn't wrap him up, spun off. More contact was made just slightly across the line of scrimmage by Cassius Vaughn. He broke through that, and he got a first down for the Blue Bombers. It's actually Jeff Finley in this uh, in this uh, series for win. They dressed eight defensive linemen today. Play action. Nichols rolls up. Has a man, Dressler, who dropped it. There was nobody near Weston Dressler at the 30-yard line. He made J.J. been thinking about where he was com- in, in comparison to being out of bounds. Only thing I can think of. Yeah, he also had, was running hard towards that sideline, and he stopped. And as Nichols threw the ball, it, he threw it to Dressler downfield. So Dressler had to awkwardly turn and open up and reach in a direction which he wasn't. His momentum was going the other way. So it would have been a very acrobatic catch. Argos go back to the it. dime package here. As they've taken Finley out, Dylan Wynn is in on second down and 10 from the Argo. 43, long pass near sideline, Fioli Godinho has it, he's going to get the first down, or close to it, he had yardage, then bubbled back, and he should have it at the 32 yard line, long throw, but they get the first down, Julian's lucky he didn't lose that when he stepped back, and uh, O'Shea certainly wouldn't like that, but he still got the first down, he was the far receiver, the Z receiver, as far as he can get from from Matt Nichols, and he threw that uh, that bomb over to the sideline, and Ended up with a first down. Stanley Bryant, Travis Bond, Matthias Gossen, Sook Chong, Jamarcus Hardrick. That's the offensive line for the Bombers. Back to pass is Nichols. He's looking left. Now looks that receiver off. Comes long down the right. Has a man. And a flag goes down as the ball goes in and out of the hands of 
Yeah. Andrew Harris. Harris wants that back. He uh, he normally makes that catch, and uh, but I think who pushed who? Yeah. Woods it's going to be against the defense. Yeah, Woods mauled him about 10 yards, ah, 15 yards okay. downfield. The flag came out late as there was separation between the two, and I didn't know if he pushed off or got pushed. But uh, Woods was chasing him, and uh, as Harris went to change direction, Bear tried re recognized that he had been beat and tried to wrap his hands around him a little bit to slow him down and get uh, so he could get his feet back underneath him. So he got mauled by a bear is what you're he saying. He got mauled by a bear. <laughs> it was there, sorry. 7-0 Argos, if you're just tuning in, they scored on their first drive. Winnipeg's trying to do the same on their first drive here today. And I don't know what the problem is here. I guess the eye in the sky would have called down, saying they want to take a look at this. And here's Andre Illegal, legal contact and receiver, Toronto number 48, 10-yard penalty, first down. So they'll mark it at the 23-yard line. Bear Woods, indeed, the guilty party. Surprise! Harris dropped that ball. Oh, he he was he broke on a corner route just just as he cleared Bear Woods, and even though he was interfered with uh, prior to the ball getting there, the ball still hit his hands. At the 23-yard line, over the right hash mark, they'll send three receivers wide to the left. Harris stands to the right of Nichols, and Nichols is going to pump fake to the left, short, go wide to the end zone, and it's intercepted at the goal line. With a flag down, Mitchell White has the interception. His third of the year, up to the 5, to the 10, to the 15. He'll cut back and be taken down at the 15-yard line. But what is the flag? That was a heck of a catch. Bombers, Mr. White. Bombers are indicating it's against Toronto. And the offense and the defense are both staying out on the field. So this will be against Toronto. Let's see a replay here. Andre Pru, what happened? Illegal contact and receiver. Toronto number 12, 10-yard penalty, automatic first down. The man who caught the ball for the interception is the man who was called for the illegal contact. They'll mark Where it at the 12. Where did the fall occur? Oh, oh he got no him. Question. No right question. Right around the 12-yard mark. Yep. He, he mauled him. <laughs> Slapped his heart, hands right on the receiver, and uh, you can't do that. No question. Mitchell White has played exceptionally well, has moved inside where he played with Ottawa last year, the defensive half spot as opposed to the corner with the arrival of a Kwasi Wusuansov in the six-game injured list. Running game. Here goes Harris up the A-gap. Terrence Plummer got the first lick at him and got help. It's a gain of maybe two yards. Yeah, who, who, who brought in the force there? Because there was initial contact. Harris seemed like he was going to keep rolling, and all of a sudden... Uh, the forces shift in direction back towards Winnipeg. But I think Travis Bond is injured. There's an offensive lineman down, and they're calling in for the the uh, the trainers to come in and take a look. Anytime you see a pile like that, that happens where the pile's moving one way, then it shifts. Yeah. There's going to be somebody that gets trampled or gets twisted in there, and hopefully this old lineman is okay. Travis Bond's really good. Came up, he was at the University of North Carolina. Came up last year and was all CFL as a rookie. That's yeah. how well he played. That's very impressive. Uh, we'll take the time out. They're going to break, so so will we. With 5.05 remaining here in the opening quarter at 7-0 Toronto, you're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Travis Bond up and walking off. That is good news. Hogan and Johnson with you up in the booth. Kate Pedersen on the sideline. Andy McNamara back in the booth. Quickly, OUA scores today. 
Uh, Guelph beat Carlton 28-23. The Griffins go to the playoffs. Ottawa loses 63-10 to Western. Laurier clinches a bye in the first round with an impressive 40-15 win over McMaster, despite not having their starting quarterback, Mike Neville. Uh, Windsor over York. Sorry, J.J., 43-27. And Queen starts the season 0-4, wins their last four games of the year to get into the playoffs. Wow. They beat Toronto today 59-38 at varsity. Way to turn it around. So there's, uh, there's your update. Sorry about you. I'm really surprised York lost like that to Windsor. I think it was kind of the empty out the bench game today and some of the seniors were playing. Yeah. Some of the, they wanted to get some of the rookies in to get a taste. The guys who had practiced all year maybe didn't see any game action. So after that play, the run by Harris will mark it actually at the 10-yard line. It sets up a second down and seven. Seven-nothing Argos. They send a blitz. Nichols picks it up on a crossing route, has a man flagged down late. And the co- the pass is caught inside the two-yard line. Fioli Godinho has another one. And, J.J., was this a late hit? Well, based on where the flag is, it, it, it would it indicate. I, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a hold because otherwise that's the third major penalty on this major drive. Major foul. Roughing the passer. Toronto number five. Half the distance to the goal line. First down. Jermaine Gabriel. Not in the starting lineup, but we've seen him in a couple of times when they go with that dime package. And he's the guilty party on this one. Argos are handing this drive to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Handing it oh, to them. Helmet to helmet. That's how they got him. It might have been a half step late. I don't think they would have called it for the timing of the hit. But indeed, Jermaine's got to get the head down. First and goal from the one-yard line as the Bombers look to tie this game. Andrew Harris will be in. They've got the short yardage quarterback, former Argo Dan Lefevre, in. They empty out the backfield. Lefevre's going to run around the left side and walk into the end zone untouched. Dan Lefevre with his fifth rushing touchdown of the season, and the Bombers answer the Argos serve. Well, Bombers deserve that. They were handed uh, that opportunity by three three penalties that the Argos uh, took there with Woods and White and then the Jermaine Gabriel hit. Can't do that. I mean, (laughs) pass interference penalties... Uh, unnecessary roughness yeah those are those are tough and anyhow the Winnipeg executes a very good short yardage play where everybody was on the line they all drove to the left they left the backside three four players for the Argos and and that allowed Lefevre to walk in on the left side Justin Medlock has converted 43 of 44 touchdowns this year from the middle of the field the left footer puts it up has the leg hooking to the right but it holds on and we have a tie game 7-7 with 4-14 remaining in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 7-7. James Wilder Jr., a 12-yard touchdown run, answered by Dan Lefevre with a one-yard touchdown run. And that's where we are. Each team has had the ball once. They've capitalized on the chances. And we'll see what the Argos can do here with the very dangerous Marquise Jackson standing back at about his own five-yard line. Yeah, Winnipeg also feeling confident about their first 15. I know they roll with the first 15 as well. Getting it done, although they needed a little help with sure. a few penalties. Argos uh, showing lack of discipline. We know Tressman does not like that and will be uh, probably writhing inside right now because of that. Three major penalties on the opening drive. Got a nice screenshot of Gord Downey up. On the uh, screen right now, as they play poets in the background. Nice job. The uh, the documentary last night. Last was night, <sighs> I PVR jerker. We oh, were in a uh, 
hockey tournament in Kitchener, but we PVR'd it. Outstanding job. Just to see the joy of the faces on the faces of people watching uh, during the concert footage was outstanding. And then it, it's juxtaposed to you know a movie that you know has a bad ending. Yeah. How about the 30 million people that he brought smiles to their yeah. faces? No question. Incredible human being. Here's the kick. It's short, and it's going to hit at the 20-yard line, and Jackson's going to let it bounce twice and pick it up at the 20 and look for the far sideline. He's got it, 25-30, and knocked it out of bounds. Or Martiz could have really broken one there. Instead, it's a 15-yard return, and the Argos will take over in this 7-7 tie from their own 35-yard line. Hoagie Martiz almost snuck by there. That little uh, little roadrunner legs, that turnover was starting to pick up, and I think the linebacker Shane Gauthier for uh, Blue Bombers knocked him out of bounds the last second. Argos now moving from right to left here in this 7-7 tie. We'll start at the 35-yard line. Ricky Ray on that opening drive, 5 of 6 for 47 yards. Wilder with 16 yards rushing. Cody Fajardo, 13 yards on a quarterback sneak. This is the big drive here, the second one. Wilder stands to the right of Ray. They've got a double tight end formation, and two receivers come in motion from right to left. It's Edwards, and it's Green. They go play action. They go the other way. They've got Posey on the in route. He's got it in midfield and more. To the 50, to the 40. He's got one man to beat. To the 30, to the 25, and pushed out of bounds at the 20-yard line. 55 yards for Devere Posey. Now that is what I'm talking about. That's a great way to start the drive. Hit Posey, who's ripping downfield on a deep slant. Gets inside of the, the cornerback. In uh, Alexander. Then he changes direction. He's got Loeffler hauling from the free safety position. And if Posey continues in the same direction, he's going to get tackled. Does a great job of pulling away and, and carrying it downfield for the huge run. Tight end and a flanker to the near side as Declan Cross lines up in that H-back spot. They'll give the ball to Wilder up the middle through a big hole across the 10-yard line and down to close to the 5. Rumbling for 13 yards and another Argonaut first down. Wilder is unreal. He's just so smooth. He takes the handoff, going upfield. You know, being patient, taking his time, get, getting some great blocks from the boys. Then as he gets into the linebacker level, he gets he, there's some there's some contact, but he just rolls with it. He, he rolls with the contact and continues to go for the first down. Well, here's what the Argos need to do is turn this into seven instead of three. First down at the six-yard line on the left hash mark, right back to pass, throws one to the goal line, and it is in and out of the hands of S.J. Green, crowd wants a penalty call against T.J. Heath, the former Argo. They're not going to get it, though. Heath with blanket coverage on S.J. S.J. pushes straight at him. He's got an out pattern. So when you got an out pattern, he's, he's trying to lean, lean uh, T.J. in a little bit. But to be honest, T.J. Heath's one of the best cover men in this league. And, uh, and S.J. breaks out. T.J.'s all over it. And I don't know if that's the best target. I know Ricky's trying to put it into receivers, let him make the catch. But uh, T.J. was there to knock it down. Green, Posey, and Edwards all go to the right side with the ball on the left hash mark. Back to pass is Ray on second and goal. He throws a fade to the back of the end zone. He has a man and overthrows S.J. Green. So again, the Argos have at first and goal from the six. Go to the air twice. And are they going to go for it again? We saw Tressman do this in Edmonton and leave points on the board that came back to bite them. And they're going to go for it again. Well, on the left side of Ricky Ray, the last play, Malcolm Williams, Devere Posey, and Jimmy Ralph. It was a three-man pattern. Williams emerged running for the corner wide open. And unfortunately, Ricky was looking to the right at SJ. Overthrew him a little bit as SJ was running to the corner of the right. What if they're just trying to draw them offside here because it's a sharp angle on a short kick like this from the hash mark? Bunch formation with SJ Green outside the bunch. They are going to run a play. Back to pass goes Ray. He's got a man wide open at the goal line. Declan Cross to the house. 
second touchdown in as many games, fourth of the season for the Mac product, and the Argos reclaim the lead. Hoagie, when in doubt, you go to your, your sure-handed man in Declan Cross. Come on. He's the guy down by the goal line. You know, the one player that defenses sometimes will uh, not account for. The guy that doesn't look the fastest, yet, you know, he's inside the box. He releases upfield and just curls out casually. He's got great separation from Fogg. Ricky puts the ball in the money, and Declan ste just steps in. That's his 31st catch of the season. I mean, the, the, 31st. Produ the production they're getting out of that position is probably as good, if not better, than anybody else in the league. Unreal. You're right. You're right. They've got a uh, great script of plays designed for Declan Cross. Here's the kick. It's up. It's good. Liram Hyrulah, who's still perfect, 31 of 31 on conversions. And the Argos with the counterpunch. It's 14-7 here in the first quarter. And Declan looks smooth on that pattern, too. And we'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Right, right back. Here's the kickoff, and it's going to be a reverse as Gibbons gives it up for Fogg, who will try to turn the corner at the 25-yard line, gets into the 26, and it will be first down for Winnipeg at that point. Ricky Ray lighting it up so far with that touchdown pass. He has been uh, extremely effective today, J.J. Great start for the Argos offense. This is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see some consistency. And it's not just Ricky Ray being effective, but the running game is looking smooth. The receivers are running some nice patterns. Ricky's throwing the ball with, with confidence. He's believing in the plays, and uh, they look fantastic so far. And, and that little return that uh, the Blue Bombers attempted there, reverse, uh, Argos, great job in covering that. See what the uh, Argos can dial up defensively. Two pass interference or illegal contact penalties and a 15-yarder on the first side. The uh, first down, they'll throw to Fioli Godinho out to the 33-yard line. Ricky Ray, so far 7 of 10 for 108 yards and a touchdown. And we are not done the first quarter yet in a 14-7 Argo lead. A minute and change remaining here in the first 15. Look at that Argo's defense getting to that ball as Fioli Goudinho makes the catch. Alden Darby makes the tackle. Bearwoods coming in like a growling bear. Swarming to that ball. They need four on second down for the first down. For the 33, Nichols slant pattern. Through way behind wow. Weston Dressler. Some miscommunication there, I would assume. Although, we should mention, Matt Nichols is wearing uh, a glove. He's got a problem with a finger or two on the right hand, and he's wearing a cutoff glove on his throwing hand, yeah. which is something that I, I assume would bother him to some degree. Kind of like a Michael Jackson-type glove where the couple <laughs> fingers are cut off. And <laughs> Uh, you know, style. Wasn't ready for that. I don't see any sequins on the glove. Well, kind of, don't you wear gloves like that? Driving gloves? Oh, absolutely. Your fingers out? You Just know? one hand, too. <laughs> Here's the kick from Medlock. Ooh, he didn't get that one. It's a short kick. Jackson comes up and takes it at the 43-yard line with a flag down. There'll be a no-yards call. Nice uh, tackle downfield by Ian Wild, who's back after spending most of the year on the injured list. But the Argos will take over here with 31 seconds remaining in the quarter. Up 14-7, to seven, and Andre Pru, I believe, is going to have some good news here for Toronto Argonaut fans, players, coaches. That was a really poor pass by Nichols. I, I, interesting about the hand. That would make sense because he's looked really crisp until that moment. Andre, what happened? The ball was in flight. Holding. Oh. <laughs> Toronto number 75. No yards. That was no yards. It's going to be Cam Walker no with the penalty for... Oh, they oh, did? There okay, is, there, there is we no go. There were two points. That was a 15-yard okay. penalty. We're going to go up five yards from where possession was gained and first down Toronto. Thank you for the explanation, Monsieur Proulx. So when all is said and done, out to the 48-yard line is where the Argos will take over. First and ten. 
Ray, we, again, we uh, mentioned the number. Needs uh, 218 yards today for 5,000 on the season. He's 335 away from 60,000 on the career. Unbelievable. Would be the fourth player in CFL history to do that. Think about who the other three are, and we'll get back to you. They're going to run in reverse here to Jackson, to midfield and across, and tripped up at the 53. He'll end up gaining nine yards. They've run that toss play one way. I think that's the first time, J.J., I've seen them run that in the other direction and run sort of the counter on that. Yeah, that's one of those plays to Martise. He lines up on the line of scrimmage, and he bellies back at the snap. Ricky goes with a little play-action flash and flips it to Martise rolling around, and great job by the Blue Bomber defense to just catch his ankle because otherwise Martise is rolling out that gate. Second and two. They're going to go I-formation with Fajardo at quarterback. Now they split the backs. Empty backfield. Fajardo goes off tackle to the right side and gets another first down. He had 13 yards on his first quarterback sneak. He gets five on the second one. First down Argos on the final play of the first quarter. It's 14-7 Toronto. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 